Hello, hello, hello. Hey, you guys. It's your girl, Miss Mouthy. Hey, set of lips. I miss y'all. If you are listening, you are listening to the Miss Mouthy podcast, which is all about the narratives and experiences of trans women of color here in the city of Detroit and the allies that love and support us. And so I am so thankful to be back this week. Um, we're going to entitle this episode Dragon It. Okay. <laughs> So you like that I get creative. If y'all can tell already, I get real into my work assignments and things like that. But I'm really, really excited with so much going on, especially when we think about this week being Transgender Awareness Week um, to really raise awareness to like the vulnerability that trans people go through and the issues throughout our community members. But I notice we cannot have this conversation without the oftentimes the conversation of like how drag is really influenced throughout womanhood and women's transitions and even in the ways that we think about show. So y'all know I don't know that much about drag so I wanted to do as much research and have the professionals actually come on and talk from their own narrative and experiences. Um, So we got some amazing guests that's going to join us. Let me tell y'all about the weekend that I had. So several things. I had came back from Florida, like I had told y'all, it was amazing. I surprisingly got an award for the work that I ended up doing. Um, so I wanted y'all to see the trophy because I never really bring it. And if you don't follow me on social media, this is the work. Um, it was really amazing. Let me tell y'all, <laughs> if I knew that I was getting an award, there was no way that I would award what I wore. Like I was feeling inspired by like Tony Braxton, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> and so I was like, had my little see-through dress on, which I would never wear in Detroit. <laughs> as soon as I got there and they called my name, I was like, oh shit, I got to get up there with this like see-through dress on here. So anywho, it was all about the work. And this was for all the ladies in Detroit that like believes in me, I do the work for and like, it's just bigger things to come. So it's really good that Mounty is being recognized for its own entity and things of that nature. And so, yeah, I got a special guest in the building, y'all. I feel very, very honored to have this person here. Special guest, can you introduce yourself? Yes, 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 yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Josh. Um, Josh Dupree. Some of you know me as um, Isis Dupree as well. So, yes. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. So Thank tell you. the people about, um, well, one, I like to do pronouns. What's your pronouns? And um, when it comes to drag, what age did you start doing drag? Uh, my pronouns is he, him. Okay. Um, I started doing drag when I was, hmm, let's see, 19. Okay. Okay. I was 19. I started off um, with it was a DJ DeMario party mm. at the Woodward, and he did the best boy in drag competition. Hey. And it was for $500. And um, I got up in, I won, and hey, she's been here ever since. <laughs> okay, so you slayed that. Okay, boom. Yes. So what I like to do is always do a little icebreaker just to break, like, the nervousness of when people come into the studio to be able to do that. So shout-outs to the... End game is a game that I love. Like, if you ever trying to think of a way to start conversations, not only with yourself, your partners, your friends, they got a lot of different arrays of stacks of decks that tell you real intimate questions, really, to get your brain thinking. So, 
Do you want to play a game with me? Of course. Okay, boom. I'm live on my my minds as well. So yeah. Hey y'all. Hey. So, <laughs> hey everybody. Period. Um. So. Um. <laughs> no, nah, I don't like that question. Um. Oh, okay. This is a perfect one. Tell me something I don't know about you. Something what is something you that the don't know about? Me. Yeah, the listeners will really be surprised to know. Something you don't know about me. Oh my gosh. Believe it or not, I am very shy. Okay. You may not think that because I do I'm a bartender and I, you know, like I'm you I do out. Shows, yeah. but I am a very shy individual. You okay. have to pull me out of my shoe. Period. We will get the pulling. And so, like, <laughs> if y'all know, like one thing about me, I really enjoy like the aspect of makeup. But when you add drag to it, I really love how expressive and like there's no right or wrong way that you can do that. So with that being said, what is some drag essentials or like go-to things that you really, what ISIS must have when you're about to perform? When I'm about to perform, ISIS must have some fab nails on. Okay, period. The nails have to be absolutely <laughs> fabulous. Um, ISIS have to, and I mean have to have her body cinchers. Ooh, Give period. me my waist cinchers. I, I need to be snatched at all times. Um and okay, so I don't know that much about like that. Like, what is the process to really get ooh. your body? Ooh, snatch. <laughs> so yeah, listeners, set of lips. We gonna learn today, okay? So, like you mentioned at the beginning, that you know, drag is creativity, mm -hmm. but it's but it's up to your it's your own creativity. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody d don't want to go through what other queens go through to right. look how they want to look. So what I go through um to get my body snatched. I wear three three girdles. Okay. One being like a full body shaper. Period. Um, one be the the Keisha K or one that goes yeah. around. And then I also put one up above that one as well. Okay. But before I put all of those on, I do do like a half a roll of duct tape. Okay. Okay. Just making sure everything yeah. is in its proper yeah, place. I don't want nothing. Okay, falling down looking. Mm -hmm. Okay, bumpy. <laughs> Okay, that's what's up. Shit, I might need to do that on a regular just yeah. trying to put on a dress, go somewhere at night. Yes, okay. Man. It's the secrets to the trade. Yes, we didn't know. Man. Okay. So how did you come up with the name Isis? Okay, so I came up with the name Isis because the day of the um the day of the competition, my name was supposed to be London Dupree. Okay, okay. However, um RB was asking people their names on the mic, and somebody had went with London already, and I was literally the next group to Ooh. go. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm about to be a force to reckon with, and we know that ISIS is the ter yeah, yeah, period. So, yeah, so I said I'm going with ISIS. Okay, that's what's up. You know the beauty that I do find that the correlation between um, drag performers and trans women is that like we all have that process in the beginning of birthing who we want to be mm -hmm. um so i love that because like it's really important to know how people got their origins of their name is there any drag influencers or performers that you really admire of course um uh, most definitely of course you april summers okay period um chantro blue mm -hmm. mafia.com um, I can go deep and go out of town. Giselle Barbie Rayel. Okay, shout out. Shout mm -hmm. out. Yeah. So it's like uh, Trinity K Bonet. Ooh. You know. Okay. So, yeah, I have my influences. Okay. What about? Okay. So when? <laughs> Let me just throw this <laughs> out here. So are you a RuPaul like 
fan, fanatic, what are you thinking about RuPaul in the show that he's created? I absolutely love it. Okay. Um, it, it sheds light on 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 the drag world because mm-hmm. so many people is confused about drag queens. Yes. And it's like when they watch it, they get the break the norm, you know, like people automatically feel like because you in drag that you want to be a woman. Yes, yes. So on that show, it, it you know, them people, they get to show their lifestyle and let you know, like, I'm a man 24-7. You're going to see me in this dress room. You're going to see me. But when it's time to do what I got to do, boom, I'm in. And you know what? That's one thing that um, no different than, like, a lot of people have to decipher sexual orientation and gender identity and gender expression in order to be able to really respect people in their authentic self so like i've realized that i thought all drag queens men were gay and then you come to realize that there are some actual heterosexual men that do drag and go back and they, no <laughs> well i'm gonna go find <laughs> them i'll go find them but i was watching something on television one time and it was like gagging me to be like oh bitch like okay but it was a level of me recognizing that people had to be able to be comfortable in their expression, right? So if mm-hmm. your wife is really aware of like this is something that you're into, but you're still like making love to them and you're like invested in your marriage, I could understand how like it wouldn't make me look at my significant other any different. Um, so what is dating like as a <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to get to the shits, okay. As soon as you got comfortable and took your jacket off, I was like, "Yeah, it's time. It is time." Um, at first, it was it was at first it was a bit much, okay. you know, because I used to I used to slight hide it, so okay. I wouldn't tell a person until like they would have to find out. Basically, can I ask why? I wasn't comfortable. Okay, Ooh. so it was like since I wasn't comfortable with it, but I liked it, but I wasn't comfortable with it, and then every man again. You gotta sometimes ease that out mm-hmm. because I didn't want nobody to feel like, oh, he want to be a girl. I don't want to uh, date girls. Interesting. So it was hard, but now, child, please, they don't okay. care. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and that's the one thing that I want the listeners to take away from it is that, like, one, being you and in, in your authentic truth, just allow yourself room to grow to whoever you are, and what will be for you will find you. Simply, Most definitely. Um, because it's no different than like. When I started to transition, it was a period where I, like, used to hide, like, the clothes. And then I just was like, oh, I don't know. Am I ever going to find someone who actually likes me for me? But when I stood in my truth, hell, they didn't care. (laughs) That's all you have to do, stand in your truth. So now I do. Yes, period. So how long, on average, do you think it takes ISIS to get ready? Two hours. Two hours. Two hours. Okay. Okay. Oh, A good two hours or, like... That's just roughly always around the time you, it take you. If I'm coming out and I'm giving body, face, and grace, two hours. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> yeah, period. Most definitely. Okay. What What was your first song you ever did on show? <laughs> My very first song I've ever done on show was um, Jennifer Hudson, All Dressed in Love. Okay. From the um, Sex in the City soundtrack. Mm. Yes. See, the funny thing, now you're going to make me go back and listen to that. Ooh, okay. it's, a, it's a good song. Okay. Um. And so, what is your favorite song to do on show? My favorite song to do on show. Ooh. Ooh, you got me with that Ooh, one. Okay. I have a couple favorite songs, but if I had to choose, like, my favorite, favorite, like, if I have nothing to do, and, and it's just, like, 
child you gotta go there mm-hmm. i'm going with beyonce the live version of dangerously in love when she did Ooh. um at the beyonce experience mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she went into um um okay. jill scott period yeah i love that so yes. um is there any iconic personalities that you like honestly try and embody or you get your pull your influence from um so like you know that you said Beyonce is there any more iconic women that you of course I stick to I, and sometimes so what I do with my drag as well is try to stick to my roots but then also like when I'm on show I always do two to three numbers so okay. I, I try to stick to my roots which is something that people know me for but then I also try to reach outside of the box so um Brandy I mm, love her I love a good I Brandy love Brandy <laughs> um, Monica um you could give me some Yolanda Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are some of my influences. Okay. I, cool. I, I, I can perform all the time, anytime. Okay. So you got something amazing, definitely in the pipelines and coming up. Can you tell the people about that? Because I'm excited for it. Of course. Oh my gosh. So me and my cousin, his name is Tony T. Okay. Hey, um, Tony. Yes, he's on live. Hey, cousin. Um, we started. We talked about doing brunches during the um, summertime. Mm-hmm. And then one day I woke up and I'm like, no, we got to really do this. Right. So um, because in Detroit, let's be clear. In yeah. Detroit, we don't have drag brunches. Yeah. We have them in Ferndale. You're right. We have them in Royal Oak. You're right. We have, you know, the ones. Yeah. That, yeah. So I'm like, I want to do one for Detroit. So that's why the venue I was looking for, I was speci- we were specifically looking for Detroit. Okay. Um, and I wanted because Detroit have some amazing talented they people, do. They performers. Do. So I was like, I want to broadcast our amazing performers, but yet bring in people from out of town yes. to show them that what Detroit have to offer as well. Period. So that's why with the first brunch, I brought Trinity K. Bonet because mm-hmm. she was from RuPaul's Drag Race and she had an amazing time here in Detroit. Yeah, I heard really good reviews about your brunch. Thank you. <laughs> So this next one, which will be this Sunday, November 21st, okay. I'm bringing Giselle Bobby Royale into town. Hey. Giselle Bobby Royale is known in the show world. She's a former everything. Everything. I went <laughs> and, like, Google her and was watching clips to, like, fill her out. And all. I was so astonished. I was like, damn, she's beautiful. Yes. So, yes. So, um, so I'm going to bring that talent in Detroit. So... Just to mix it in with some Detroit, I got a I got a little surprise for y'all on Sunday too, like a surprise okay. performer that's popping in. I love surprises. It's, the, the show is 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 hot, you okay. know. Um, it's um brunch giving because we know Thanksgiving coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, we do raffles. Yes, we do raffles. We do giveaways. Um, Thanksgiving is, you know, the year to be thankful and to give away. So we're we're doing giveaways. Can good drive. You bring three canned goods in, you get a free raffle ticket. Um, the canned See goods, that? all of those will be going to Ruth Ellis. Okay, Center. shout out to Ruth Ellis. Shout out to Ruth Ellis, most definitely. Um, on top of the hot show, we have amazing food, bottomless mimosas. The last brunch, they was drunk, but in a good way. Okay. It was like <laughs> Yeah, because it's still vibe. early in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was early in the day. It was a really good vibe. So um, you got me excited because the reviews that I had got was that like it was centered in blackness. People was really able to turn up in our culture because we know that like, yeah, like you said, in Ferndale and when we don't bring awareness to how like racial division makes experiences different, we really don't 
allow people to show up in their full self. So what I do love is that you're doing it for the culture. You're doing it in, in Blackness so people can really come and be ourselves. Um, and so, yeah, let the people know how do they get tickets to come to this event. So you can get tickets from um, inboxing me. I'm always inboxing back. Um, my number is actually on Facebook as well. You can hit me up. Um, we do have, if I'm not mistaken, 11 more tickets left before the show get is sold out. Tickets. I know. Okay, because... It's 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 like a hot thing. I promise you. You come, you get drunk, you enjoy an amazing show, you eat as much food as you want, you drink as many mimosas as you <laughs> want. Period. It's no drama. It's literally like a genuine good time to watch a great show, eat good food, and drink as many mimosas okay. as you want. And tell the people how much they need to pay in order to get their tickets. Yeah, so the tickets are sixty dollars. Okay. Um, the sixty dollars literally cover everything. Literally, you you don't have to come out of your pocket for nothing but the tip okay period we want to tip our entertainers period i mean when you think about how much like you said it take you two hours to get ready so like hell don't have nobody getting dressed for two hours and you ain't about to tip them baby because and then the, you and their jamming and jumping to it. Uh, free liquor and food so mm -hmm. okay let's go and support and just really show how like when black people start to venture out and create their own lane Let's show them that they get support because we believe in their vision. So most definitely. Yeah. Um, now I want to kind of like mix it up a little bit. I I want to call this segment like a mouthy minute or I don't know, but um, or moment. It could be a mouthy moment, but I definitely want to have a shared dual experience. Um, I want to invite Malibu on. Um, she is a trans woman that also do shows and just kind of have the conversation, especially between hey Malibu. Hi, Hi, Raquel. Hey, Isis. Thank you for having me. How are you? <laughs> Tell the I'm people well. who you are and what you do and your pronouns. Um, my name is Malibu.com. Um, I just go by Malibu. Um, I am a trans woman here in Detroit. I perform mainly at Gigi's Gay Bar. So if you guys want to see me, you guys can see me there. Um, I just started doing pageantry, so I'm not a pageant queen like that. <laughs> don't, okay. don't, don't get into that. Um, but yes, um, I'm mainly known for just, you know, doing the whole drag thing. Okay, wonderful. Um, and so Isis, what club are you um, performing at? Or like, how do people find you on show as well? So I, I mainly perform on Monday nights at the Woodward. Okay. But um, I pretty much performed everywhere. You know, Gigi's, Minjo. Yeah. Actually, I will be at um, Minjo's next week, Wednesday, with Sierra and the Charm School. So hey. make sure you check that out as well. Wednesday nights, Charm School with oh, Sierra right. and Malone. Okay. So, Malibu, I kind of want to hear a little backstory of how you became to, like, do drag and how you came up with your name of Malibu and what that was like in a time where you decided to transition. Okay. So, I first started um, doing drag when I was actually 16, like, just at home, like, playing in my mom's makeup and... Okay you know, doing the usual. And then I just started, you know, going to school with eyebrows on and lashes <laughs> on and okay. all that good judge. And then once I was actually 17, I started going to the gay bars. Okay. And um, the first gay bar I ever went to was Gold Coast. Uh, do you guys know what Gold Coast yeah, is? Yeah. they take it Yes. Um, Gold Coast is not around anymore. But mm -hmm. um, that's where it all started. And then I... Um, went to Gigi's that's like my home bar and that's where Malibu came but funny story 
the name Malibu just came from me and my friend drinking a shot of Malibu. And we were just like, that name would be cute. And it's stuck ever since. Okay. <laughs> you to make it just as simple as it needs to be. So my question is, because I know like a lot of times with performers, they do it because that's their passion and something they love to do. Um, is it safe to say you can like really make a really good income off of doing shows? You can. Um, yeah, for both of y'all. You can go first, Isis. Baby, I don't pay my rent off of a show, off of okay. just one show, so I would say yes. Okay, most definitely. Okay. Yes, I can most definitely agree with that. Um, I was at a point in life where my rent was two hundred dollars a week, and I was working two, three shows a week and making five hundred dollars. So I was able to pay rent along with like get food and everything you needed, et cetera. Yeah, you just okay. have to put your mind to it and really put in the hard work. Okay, so because I, I don't like to shy away from shit, but I do think it's no no matter what you talk about, it's kind of how you preface it, right? Mm -hmm. So can we have the conversation around how oftentimes um, drag queens and trans women are often compared? Yeah, what where where did y'all think that come from? Why is that a thing? And how do we change that narrative? Only thing we could do is tell our own stories, you know, mm -hmm. make people knowledgeable of it. Because yeah. sometimes they're not knowledgeable about they're not knowledgeable about trance and you know, like showgirls and drags mm -hmm. and things like that. So the only thing you could do is just shed light to it. That's definitely why I'm here because yes. I be want to learn, and I feel like I don't want to not definitely being a trans woman. I don't want to be like, oh, you gotta accept me, da 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 da, and then we talk about how our community is on the spectrum but when we think of the art of drag i'm just kind of like oh well leave them all because they're not one of us <laughs> what about you Malibu? Right. um i most definitely agree with isis um i feel like a big issue um is in the trans community is that trans women who do drag the gay world looks at us like a magnifying glass and wants us to be super feminine and yes. either come out with like you know boobs out and butt out and butt naked and do all these you know slutty things when that's not what it's usually all about like okay. we can really put on a show make things like classical or even comedic like yes. we can do way more than just be sexy you know i feel that thank you for saying that i think that's oftentimes one thing that i've noticed is the hyper femininity of people like holding trans women to this like unrealistic that's women in society as general let's start there but um yeah. holding us to this unrealistic expectation all the time um so i guess to say the least how do y'all describe y'all drag like what type of personality traits or kind of like characteristic charisma things do you have about y'all personas you want to go first, Malibu? I'll go first. Um, I wouldn't say, like, there's, like, something very specific about my persona or anything. Like, I'm a dancer. I'm a, I'm a good dancer. Um, I went to art school, so I was trained how nice. to perform and all that stuff. But, you know, I just learned, like Isa said, you know, I learned from pretty legendary queens, Mafia.com. Mafia.com is my drag mother. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys, um, you guys might know who she is, Fantasia Royale Gaga. Um, okay. Giselle Barbie Royale's um, sister. 
Mm. That's another one of my drag mothers. I learned a lot from her, got a lot of advice from her, Nikki Monet, um, watching Sasha Colby, learning from Nikki Stevens, you know, okay, all the Nikki legendary Stevens. queens. Come on. Yes, the yes. legendary, the one and only Nikki Stevens. Um, <laughs> they've taught me a lot. And so I just put that on the stage, just things that I've learned, you know? Yeah. One thing I love, um, I said you can go ahead and answer, but I'm going to give you your roses while you're here as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you know what? Believe it or not, um, shout out to Toy Alexandria because she is the first black Barbie of Detroit. Oh, come on. But um, I like to balance myself and think of myself as a Barbie I when that. I get up in. Um so we know that Barbies come in different shapes, size, and form. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when I get up in, I, I'm thinking of the black Barbie. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna give you a mug like none other. Period. Um again, the body is gonna be snatched for the gods. Okay. No, some <laughs> Barbies be snatched for the guy. So I'm a Barbie. Okay. You know it's also cabbage fresh dolls. No, I just play. <laughs> um but no, what I um I love that, and what I do love about what you're doing with your brunch is that like you having a food drive, right? Like you having people bring in canned goods, and it's like I love supporting and seeing people who work together for a greater good. Um, what are some things that y'all think could improve the drag world? The bickering, the unnecessary going back and forth, and the not supporting. Mm -hmm. Um, to keep like, like being a showgirl and, and being a showgirl is something that I like to do. And that's why I've done it for so long. Um, I always support. Right. And, and with support, I get support. That's true. So, um, what the community lack is support. You have so many people feeling like I'm this high mighty and I'm this and I'm that, and I don't have to support this because I'm right. this and my name is that, but you also started off down here period where you wanted that support so once you get up here you gotta you have to keep it going and at this point i feel like i'm up here and i'm i'm gonna keep supporting you know yeah so it's just the support for me like i feel like the support is lacking it's horrible what about you malibu um i agree with everything isa said <laughs> i just want to add to that um two things one judgment yeah and two jealousy because the, the judgment, and I, I've experienced this with my six years, you know, with doing drag and now happily being a trans woman. Yes. What I experienced with the judgment is when I was a boy, is that even gay people or even trans women would say, you're too feminine, you're going to be a girl, or you need to be a girl, or you need to be this, or you need to be that. Right. That can really mess with someone's psych. It can put them in a depression because now they think that you know, they they pretty much don't know who they are at that point. Right. And, you know, it, even even for very masculine guys or like even trans men, you know, it, it's the same way around. Like trans men, a lot of people want them to be very hyper masculine. Yes. Expect to be having big muscles and facial hair, but that's not always the case. Um, and the jealousy part, you know, everyone already knows about that. <laughs> I don't got to explain that part, honey. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and that's something I do love that drag also offers is that it allows people from all different um, identities to come and participate because 
you know, Absolutely. ISIS. When we had went to um, charm school, we had seen a cisgender woman get on show, and I've never seen that before no. in my life. Yeah, like I I've love never that. Seen... Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was just like I love that drag is allowing people to just come on, be themselves, and entertain. Um, but I really wanted to ask y'all about because you know Malibu, you made a really good point about. How do y'all balance that duel of being true to yourself and just knowing when to turn your entertainment or your drag off? For me, it's pretty simple. Or, okay. oop, I'm sorry. No, Did no, you no, want to go first? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. For me, it's pretty simple. Um, it's just just like how you live your normal day life. That's how you should do it every day. Yeah. Being on stage is being on stage. You'll know when to be on stage. It's almost like your own off switch. It turns on on and off by itself. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's no really control to it, I, at least for me. Because I, when I get home, I'm like, I'm tired. I take everything off. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so it's off. But, you know, when I'm on show, you know, it's on. So... So do it look a little different for you, Isis, only because like you go back to your male um male roles and gender. No, I agree okay. with Malibu. Okay. Um once I'm all the way up in, like from the from the moment, I tell you this when when it's entertainment, when it's time for me to turn on. Okay. It's yeah. time for me to turn on once my body on. Okay, I love that. <laughs> once my body on, once my body on, it's time to me because because ISIS to me again that's entertainment. Entertainment is acting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, once that body is on, I'm a lady. Period. Period. So it's like it's literally like an on and off switch, most definitely. Because when the body off, I'm like Malibu. Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess Malibu, do you have any like? Be, like events coming up or like how do people keep you on show or things that we should be aware of um really we have Gigi's flyers you can look at um the Gigi's gave our facebook page um we have flyers on there posted almost every day we have shows on monday we have shows on friday saturday sunday um yes <laughs> do you remember your first song that you ever performed malibu I do. Oh my God! I'm glad you asked me this question. I actually <laughs> performed to Jai Ho by the Pussycat Dolls. Hey, <laughs> it was a mess, honey. I'll tell you. That. Oh, okay, okay. That takes us into our next one. How, as an entertainer, do you continue to keep evolving and keep building? You know, with the IC for y'all is y'all legacy. Studying. Okay. When whenever I perform, I make sure I have a. I. I <laughs> I always have like a couple people that comes to my shows. Okay. So, and with that being said, I make sure that I'm recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, I always get my recording sent back to me and I study my videos. I study them and I, I can see for myself what I don't like. Okay. So I'm going to revamp what I don't like. Um, and it, it worked. Nice. Malibu? Yes, I completely agree with Isis. Um, also... For me, in the beginning, I made tons of mistakes. But what I learned over time is that you should keep on making the most mistakes you can because that is how you're going to learn. The more, the more you fall, the more you're going to learn. The more you're going to grow, the better you're going to become. And yeah, that's just really it. 
I agree. So in in light of trans awareness week, um, Malibu, what things do you feel like people need to be more aware of when it comes to trans women just in general? The number one thing is that you don't know um, what, like at what point a trans woman is at, like either if they're in the beginning of their transition, yes. they're at the end of their transition, in the middle of their transition, because like me, I am transitioning, but I'm not on hormones yet. I, I'm not able to get my hormones until January just because of other people having appointments, waiting lists, et cetera, because, you know, COVID and everything is just hard now. Um, so when, Thank you know, you. when guys will look at me or anything like that and see facial hair or anything like that, I, I have a lot of facial hair. I have to cover it up really good. I'm not going to lie. I'm a very honest right. person. So guys don't kind of like that. But for me as a trans woman, it's like, I can't help it because. If I know, don't bring up dysphoria for me. Right. I have, right. To, I, I, I have to wait just as much as you have to, you know, it's yeah. a process. Okay, so <laughs> y'all know shit can get mad expensive with performing and all of that. Can I kind of like see what is it that like either is the most expensive item you have bought? Evening gown. Oh, okay. About to say evening gown. Okay. <laughs> what can an evening gown run, y'all? Two thousand. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Even higher than that, if you got the coin. even higher than that. That, but the, but the gown alone. But when you think of that category, you spending two on two thousand. Well, I, I I'm spending two thousand on the gown because I can't speak for every other right, queen. right, right. Um, but I am preparing for a pageant, and I know that's what the gown costs. But that does not include the shoes, the hair, yes, the jewelry. This is why tipping is so important, Ooh, you guys. It's so important. <laughs> you want us to look good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, I never thought of it that way because, like, when y'all do have, no wonder the pageants is so extravagant. And so, because I was like, oh, but I was under the impression because of RuPaul that everybody make their own. Now, I, I'm, I'm honest yeah. enough to say that I, I was being ignorant. Like, I'm like, oh, bitches can sew. Bitches is like running it down them threads. And so when people come out, I'm like, oh my God, they made that all on their own. And it's just like, no, bitch. Y'all <laughs> can't sew a shirt together. Okay. Um, But, you know, Malibu, I think you brought up a really good point that like, no different than we'll compare the two. No different than drag. No different than transitioning. Everybody will be in a different walk of life in their stage of when they're presenting themselves, right? And that right. oftentimes, just because you're not on HRT, does not take away from people respecting your pronouns and you addressing you as a woman and things of that nature. And I feel like mm -hmm. it goes no different to you, Isis, that like. Just because a man does drag does not take away from his masculinity. So is there any moments you could recall where people kind of like tried to take your masculinity from you or challenged it? Oh, always. You know, I have, I have people. Um, I don't mind. I, first of all, let's be clear. I don't mind when they if I'm caught sis. Yeah. I don't mind a girl. Like, I don't mind all of that. Right. But where it comes in play is um, if I'm having a conversation and um we're adults. So right. if I'm having a conversation about, you know, like sex. Yeah. And then a person automatically feel like, oh, you do drag, you're about them. Mm, so then, yes. you know, I'm having a conversation about other things. And then it'll be like, ew. 
yeah. they let you you a you a lady and it's like no no i'm a lady when i'm on stage yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> malibu so, you got anything that you want to say about that like is there anybody who might try and like take away from your womanhood because you do drag oh yeah most definitely but when i go out there especially um no offense to older men but <laughs> older men uh for trans women they, they look at you like you're like I said, a sex object or like a sex symbol and yeah. they try and touch you and do certain things. And it's like, that's not what it is. It's like, I came here to do what all of us other performers are here to do. And that is to put on a show and entertain. I just came to dance for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's say it again. Okay. I just came to dance for you. <laughs> um, but I thank y'all for y'all willingness to be vulnerable and things of that nature. Um, what I want to see, honestly, from the <laughs> one, I want to see more, more venues where drag people like we got Chantrell doing Queendom, we got Sierra doing that. I want to see more like it is more room for everybody to be great, for everybody to eat. But I also for me, for what I like, I want to like burlesque theme night or a show where like I can just feel like I just walked into some shit and it's a full on production. And I don't know what that's going to look like or how to get that. But I think that would just be the most sickest thing ever is to have like drag queens and trans women and showgirls all coming together to like put on this like burlesque show. Um, and, and and trans men and gender non-conforming people, let me not be ignorant, um, to just come together <laughs> and put on this production. Um, yeah, I don't You know that. what? With that, I, I would love that. But you know with that comes egos yeah that's true with the egos people don't want to rehearse if i'm gonna do something like that i want it to be like alcohol full yeah. throttle rehearsal mm -hmm. um, no joke no plan so um i feel like that's why nothing really like that haven't happened because it, it'd be hard to get six to seven people mm. to rehearse yeah so have y'all either one of y'all done like a group or a duet type of performance. Right? I have. I've performed oh, yes. before before. Okay. Um, I feel like she the only one I performed with, Devana. Oh, yeah. okay. So what was working with her like that really made it work well? Well, that's my sister. She's so for me. That's okay. my seamstress. And um we always like put each other on. Yes. So um this is when I was, this is when April Summers was doing the April Summers drag addiction on Sundays at Innuendos. And I, I'm still the current reigning amateur Innuendo. But hey. They don't do those pageants. <laughs> no, that's right. But um, <laughs> I'm like, April Summers don't know who you are, sis. So I'm going to pull you onto this show mm -hmm. for her to get the to plug. know who you are. Yes. And then once I pulled her onto the show, April booked her. Period. So that, and, that's and amazing. it was, um, it, it, it was, the show was sickening. Uh -huh. So, yeah. What about you, Malibu? Who have you collab with? Um, Kira Kennedy Chanel. Um, I think that like for pageants, that's the only one I've done. But I've done like little like you know duets here and there. Like I've done some what queens that came out of town or um, Courtney Breeze uh, and, and Bentley James. What do you think it really took for those um, collaborations to work? very hard teamwork very hard teamwork and you got to focus because nobody not one of y'all wants to mess up you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to mess up 
So you just really have to focus and be on your game and, you know, just look very clean. Look oh. very clean. Okay. Well, y'all know in the future, I'm going to be looking, hopefully, for a collab from both of y'all together. Um, <laughs> Most definitely. He's my sister. You see how that plays in? I'll perform for some men, too. Okay. Um, Brian Rodeo. Okay. And mm-hmm. Tommy DeVille. Hey, Tommy. Okay. Yes. Um. So what do y'all expect for, let me get y'all a year from now. A year from now, what do y'all really honestly expect for you as a performer? Um, yeah, what things would you want to do? So November of next year, of 2022, my expectations for Josh slash Isis Dupree mm-hmm. is going to be dominating the ballroom scene for Drag Face. Hey. Um, it's going to be more opportunities for me to um, kill it with these brunches. I have so many creative ideas in my head for the brunches that's coming up, um, people to bring in. So, um, I like in a year from now, I, I want my brunches to be like top tier. Yes, I want it to be like the let's be clear the the, the brunches that be at bobcats mm-hmm. you know people, people expect to go there yeah. mm-hmm. yes so um i just expect to be like an amazing entrepreneur and i also expect to be on somebody's tv screen you yeah. know showing my creativity of drag you know, like my form yeah because everybody's form of drag is it's different, different. Mm-hmm. i'm here for it what about you malibu i can agree with that the first thing um is to be on a tv screen no specific show, just to be on TV screen, you okay. know, whether it's reality TV or whatnot. Um, but also to, she wants to dominate the world of ballroom. Okay. I want to dominate the world of pageantry. Okay. Because honestly, after my first pageant, it gave me so much motivation and I've never been so proud of myself in doing anything. And it really like, like I've, I've, I got so much advice from, you know, past reigning queens, um, queens who were even on the wall, you know, where the right. pageant was at, telling me that you did this, like, you can dominate pageantry. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And so I want to dominate pageantry, um, you know, obviously, you know, for myself, um, complete the transition by November of next year, I'm hoping to get real ones. Okay. So... Okay. That's on the bucket list. And, you know, just be a successful, well-rounded drag queen. Period. And regardless of what y'all journeys is like, I want to be there to watch y'all grow and support y'all. Um, definitely. So. Thank you. Um, Thank you very I much, love. Of course. Oh, so this segment is called Mouth Dimensions, where I highlight um, an entrepreneur, a Black entrepreneur. Um, normally it's in Detroit, but. When I was in Florida, I met a young lady named Toy Washington that has her own like beauty cosmetics. And when I tell y'all, like I'm I'm just about to let you can you smell that Isis for us, right? Of so y'all course. don't even think a bitch is playing because I I let, <laughs> it's butter. Yeah, I let Jamie smell it. And Jamie, what was your thoughts oh, on gorgeous. it? Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, that smell nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I can smell it from here. Over the scent is just giving what niggas to give. Okay. But y'all go and support her. Um, it feels good. Okay. I don't know necessarily how to pronounce it, 
But hopefully y'all can see that right there. Um, Cause baby, she she did her thing, and she got candles, and she got the oil. Like her oil, her body oil smells so so good. Um, not even lying to y'all at all. I can't make that shit up. But what I love to do is monthly messages as well. So both of y'all drop world um, pearls of wisdom on the listeners. So one thing that they could take away from learning either. It could be somebody up and coming in drag, somebody up and coming in their transition, or just a life lessons that always stuck with you. Don't never let nobody tell you you can't do it. If you want to do it, do it. Um, don't let no boy defer you from doing what you want to do. Because if he going to want you, he going to want you in drag, out of drag. Yes. You know, with your hair cut, with it not cut. Um, go for it. Period. <laughs> Whatever you want, go for it. Thank you. I For me, I would say whether it's a you know a guy or a girl, um, don't let anyone peer pressure you. Whether it's if they want you to get plastic surgery, your body done, if it's drugs, um, you know, doing sex work, you know, whatever it is, don't let anyone peer pressure you into doing something you do not want to do. Um, be your most authentic self. Um, like I said before, make as many mistakes as you can. And just learn from them because that's how you're going to grow and be the most successful person you can be. Um, yes, there's going to be bumps along the way, just like everybody else. But we get over them and we fix it and we move on. So. Yes. And I'll leave y'all with um, this conversation has definitely taught me on what you don't know. Don't be afraid to like have the conversation. Mm -hmm. It is okay to learn. You don't, you're not an expert. Okay. None of us walk through life just being an expert in every fucking thing. And the moment that you don't know something, it is okay to be not only um, the person who can learn, but when you know that you got that power in the Pacific lane, be the teacher. It is okay to take up space and it's okay to like bow out gracefully when you don't know something. So thank y'all for sharing those perspectives on drag and letting me understand it a lot more because the bitch was being very biased. <laughs> and I'm honest enough. Yeah, I'm honest enough to say that. So also like this Sunday, again, come out to the brunch. Your girl, Miss Mouthy, will be in the building. Come pop y'all shit with us on the um in the brunch, we gonna be there. Not yeah. only Miss Mouthy, we got Miss Mia Cole. We got Mia Cole in the building. Okay, yes, Mia. Mafia.com. Mafia.com, period. Come on, mother. We have, they, they can say what they want. This is the queen of brunches. Saban. Okay, period. Saban of Detroit. Saban Cooper, she's the queen of brunches. Um, Do it. That's a funny bitch. Okay. You can we see her at stick. Gigi's on Fuck You Friday. Yes, you can. Yes, Fuck You Fridays. Um, of course, you have the Black Barbie of Detroit, myself, one show. Okay, period. And then I'm bringing the Barbie from Orlando, Miss Giselle Barbie Royale. Ooh. So if y'all looking for a good time this Sunday with cocktails and food, please come out and support. And it's for a good call. Bring bring your three can goods so you can get your raffle ticket. You and might win a 60-inch TV. You see, see what I'm saying? All y'all can use the TV. Mm -hmm. I can't have enough TV. Put it in the damn <laughs> kitchen if you need to, okay? <laughs> That's what you got to know. Um, But, yeah, let people know y'all handles so they can um get into it. Oh, you say you <laughs> This really smells good. I told it, you. It, like. I told you it lingered. It lingered. Oh, um, but let people know they handles your handles so they can get in contact with you. Well, my Facebook is Josh Dupree. That's one E J O S H D U P R E. 
Instagram, Snapchat, all of that is the same. Josh, again, that's J-O-S-H, Dupree, D-U-P-R-E, that's one E. Period. Malibu? Oh, come, Malibu coming back. Okay. Someone just tried to call me. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. No worries. Let people know your handles and how they can get in contact with you. Um, I am on Facebook by my legal name. Unfortunately, it is Michael Rygard, R-E-I-G-H-A-R-D, um, parentheses Malibu. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at MalibuGaga.com. You can catch me on Snapchat at Malibu.com21. And yep, that's it. Okay. And so, boom, this is how things work too. Like, we got the plug with Jaleesa at the Name Change Clinic. So, if you decide that before you start your HRT, you want to get your name changed, I would definitely connect y'all too. But, like, I'm really just excited to be announced that, like, I'm Paz 100, like, one of their activists that's around, like, HIV work. Like, oftentimes we let the stigma of HIV in our community limit people and i think we need to do a better job of not only holding ourselves accountable in space but also people that we know are going around outing people's statuses being mean or malicious and like educate yourself you equal you is now changing the ways in which people exist and live their lives as people who live in with hiv and so i just make it a really big thing that as a perfect i feel like we all have a form of privilege and if you know your status and you want to decriminalize, you want to take away from the stigma that comes with people who live with HIV, do it. Put yourself in a space where people get confused about your status, and we start to normalize that, like, it doesn't matter how you, um, what your status is, as long as you are happy and living a long, healthy life, that's what we want to get to. We want to get to that, and so, with that being said, this is your girl, Miss Mouthy, even when you what? <laughs> Don't see me, you hear me. Bye. See y'all.